So a dude was driving uh, down the highway one day, and he was uh, had, a, he had a he had a blonde riding passenger with him. He's like, hey, can you stick your head out the window really quick and tell me if my turn signal is working? So they do, and they're like, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caffeinated Milkshake. The dark episode. How am I going to see my dice? I'll yeah. use my flashlight. Yeah, I just use your phone flashlight. I think that's going to be the best. For anyone so. that doesn't know, I just turned off the lights. I am Andrew, and you are listening to Caffeinated Milkshake. I am here with Wayland. Hello. And Jacob. What's up? And we are getting up to no good again. That's always true. We recommend for the optimal listening experience for this episode to also sit in a dark room. Mm-hmm. We are sitting in a dark room, and therefore, for you to listen to this episode, you must also be sitting into a dark room. Yes, for this parasocial relationship to reach optimum efficiency, you need to be sitting in the same environment that we are recording in. Also, please sit in a dark room, too, so it doesn't hurt my feelings. Thank that, you. Yes, yeah. that also works. We're in the dark, like most of my emotions. Yeah, oh, wow. Well, he is a creative type. That does explain why he wears all <laughs> black, so... Yeah... Okay. Well, you know the rules of this podcast. Each of us have a set of topics. Uh, what is it? Andrew's one through two. I'm three through four. Wayland, you're five through six. We roll a die. We discuss a topic. And... Yeah. Hey, that was my part to say. He, he was supposed to host that Well, part. he wasn't doing it, so I did it. Oh, okay. So. He's gotten very aggressive. He's <laughs> gotten <laughs> very aggressive. <laughs> Mommy! Uh, Jakey! me on the podcast again. Stop being so aggressive, Jake. All right, what's the, what's the color? Four. All right. <laughs> <laughs> was that intentional? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't mean to ask what the color was. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you ask what color it was? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, I think four was you, Andrew, right? I don't. I, I'm I usually five and six. I thought I was three through four. Okay, you do think. <laughs> All right, I think, I think this is one that fits for an episode that is done entirely in the dark. Uh, and this one is No Stakes Conspiracy Theories. Ooh. Gentlemen... We've all heard the conspiracy theories about CIA black ops and, uh, you know, FBI something or others, or you hear about aliens abducting people. Ooh, spooky. These are things that we have conspiracy theories about, that we think the powers that be are working extra hard to do something, but it's almost always going to be something deeply inconsequential to the future stakes of humanity. Mm. I got one. Let's hear it. The government is using pesticides to make our watermelons more juicy. <laughs> oh, please do Please elaborate. I want to know how you get here. Walk me. <laughs> take, me take me from watermelon A to watermelon Z. <laughs> So, um, basically, the way that watermelons were originally designed, they were not very, uh, like, juicy, juicy, like, there wasn't a lot of meat in them, they were mainly, like, seeds and everything, and it's just, you know how the government bee it tries to move away from God's design as much as possible, um, just because that's how government is, um, that's sarcasm for those of you that don't know, um, and... The they're just the pesticides are the GMOs that are getting inside our 
uh, crops and everything like that, thanks to Monsanto and such. Uh, they're just, uh, they're making our watermelons more and more juicy. The juicier the watermelon, the more complacent the, the human, and therefore juicy watermelons are just being used to manipulate uh, the crowds into being uh, malleable sheep. I, I think you ended up throwing in a little bit of stakes there at the end. Uh, I think uh, I do. I'm with you on your theory, but I think as a point of feedback, um, the watermelons just being juicy alone is enough of a, of a conspiracy theory well, about turning us into malleable sheep. I like juicy watermelon. I mean, who doesn't like juicy watermelon? So does that though? mean like, like any time a flavor says juicy watermelon, is that a government property? Yeah, that's a government psyop on you. Yes, that's a government psyop. Dang, it's happening. Hey, do you guys know how to pick a juicy watermelon? Uh, doesn't it have something to do with, like, knocking on it? Or do you have to check for the spot? There's, I forget which it is. So, welcome to Wayland's Educational Corner, where you're going to learn how to pick the perfect watermelon every time. <laughs> so here we go, boys and girls, and men and women. The way to pick a juicy watermelon is you are looking for three things. One, you are looking for a yellow spot. It needs to be of substantial size, and you are also kind of looking for a darker yellow as well. That means it's spent time on on the ground in and those pesticides in the pesticides um, but it spent time on on the ground and the longer it was on the ground the more ripe it's going to be you are also looking for webbing on it like little uh, scratch marks or they almost look like scars specifically in one area usually it's over the yellow area that shows that the watermelon actually has grown again revealing that the watermelon has spent a lot of time so you want a watermelon maturing. you want a watermelon with bed sores you want what you want Bed sore watermelon, new band name I claim. Yeah, it's a good one. Bed sore watermelon. <laughs> Bed sore watermelon. Um, and then the third thing, too, is actually two other things you can look for. One, you can look for the darkness of the watermelon. A darker watermelon is typically more uh, watery. And then you, when you knock it, you want a, a higher pitched knock, not like a. So you want like a. Not you, a want not, you want like a. Not like a. Dook, 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 dook type knot, which shows that there's a high water content again. Also, the, what I forgot to mention is a darker yellow spot is a sweeter watermelon as well. This has been Wayland's Educational Corner. Now you know how to pick a watermelon. Jake's no-stakes conspiracy theory uh, is that Wayland conspired to come up with the juicy watermelon thing so that he could just turn this into Wayland's Educational Corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, be careful with those tongue clicks. Some African tribe that's watching might get the wrong idea. Oh, yes, sorry. because we are so popular with the Zosa people. <laughs> that's, that's our target demographic. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> What's your no stick conspiracy theory? Oh, uh, which one? Me or Jake? I don't know who you're looking yeah, at. It's <laughs> dark in here. <laughs> no one can see who I'm pointing to. It was to both of you. Okay, great. Alright, let me see. Look, look, I got I've got I've got a no stakes conspiracy theory, okay? So we all know we all know Big Pharma. Right? Mm. We all know how they work. We all know that they've got their fingers in every corner of the pie. This one specifically, though, relates to uh, Flintstones gummies. Oh. You guys remember Flintstones gummies, yeah. right? Those, yeah. Every, who doesn't love Flintstones mm -hmm. gummies? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. I actually don't ha recall having that much of a positive association with the taste of Flintstones gummies. Because I remember having them as a kid, and they tasted like chalk. I did not like, or not actually, sorry, not the not the Flintstones gummies, Flintstones vitamins. Misspoke. Yes. The Flintstones vitamins. Oh, the vitamins. Me, yes, they tasted like 
chalk. Yes. Uh, and so my conspiracy theory is that Big Pharma is putting information out there on social media to give people a popular nostalgic association with Flintstones multivitamins so that people go out and buy more to make their children healthier. Mm. Yeah. Instead of remembering the awful chalky taste of the old vitamins, they're like, no, no, remember everything was super good. And then you just, you love Flintstones gummies. We've snuck those comments into Reddit, into Instagram, into Twitter. We're talking about how great they are, all so that you can have healthy, nutritious children. Um, I have another thing that is a low stakes one in relation to Flintstone gummies. You know how, like, they're like, don't take more than three a day. And then, like, on one day, you accidentally overdosed on Flintstone gummies. I've done that. Like, I, I, I had, I've, I had, uh, I, on that as well. I'd just be popping them like they're fruit snacks. I know. I think they put that on there to prevent us from reaching our full capacities, mm. people. Mm. I never got the gummies, though. I always got the, the, just the regular vitamins. Yeah, the chalk ones. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of good. I kind of like them. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm 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 actually like recalling the taste in my mouth as we're talking, and I'm it just was like, bad. I don't. I'm not liking my mouth right now. I've tasted sidewalk chalk that tasted better than them. Yeah, just negative one on the mouth feel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you you know was like the association that like oh this thing's kind of fruity and kind of tastes like candy, and my parents want to give it to me like. That's kind of, it's kind of a positive association. I have to say, like, here's those Valentine's chalk hearts. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. Oh, I was going to say, those are really good. Nah, those, the same with the candy no, cigarettes. The, the difference, the, yes. Those are so good. The difference, though, between the chalk hearts and the chalk gummies is that the chalk hearts are packed with sugar. True. <laughs> yes, True. Yes, yeah, yes, you yes. got a point yeah. there. All right, Andrew, do you have a low stakes conspiracy theory? Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> I would say that, uh, Preschoolers are actually the smartest human beings and they get dumber as time goes on. So that's why preschools, they give them the assignments because the government actually wants to know because the children know more than the government. This is just the plot of that, Baby Geniuses too. That was so like, oh, like fed into itself. I barely followed you. They on made that a logic. movie about this. That's it's okay. You wouldn't understand. You're not a preschooler. It's, no, they <laughs> made a movie about this. It's called Super Babies. Baby Geniuses. I love Baby too. Geniuses. <laughs> yeah, that's you just stole the plot of that movie. Yeah. All right. That's why it's low stakes. Oh, well, fair enough. That, that's a fair. That's I a guess. Yeah. Um, oh, no comments. You just don't. You just don't. I. I don't. I don't disagree with you in that aspect at all. I have. I have no grounds to say yay or nay to that. Yeah. I, I got. I got no. I got no. I got no dog in that fight. I got no stakes in your no stakes. Nope. Yeah. I got. I got no stakes in your stakes. I, I got. I have a vegan uh, conspiracy theory. So. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, no, I was I was referring to his. Oh, I thought you well, had a conspiracy theory like, about vegans. Like actually, on a on a, on no, a good no steaks. So <sighs> okay. Oh, I get I get it. I anyway, get it. Andrew. Yeah, on on a on a real note though, realistically, think about it is that you can get spurred creativity from a young child, right? So like, mm -hmm. if you're having a writer's block or having like a struggle with coming up with ideas, go to a child, they will spark something. They, because that, their imagination they... is insane. If you give them a lighter, they'll also spark something. That's, That's very true. true. <laughs> I, I have one more low stakes conspiracy theory. This one actually applies to vegans. Um, here's, here's the deal, right? Listen up, vegans. Here, here's the thing. I think that the annoying vegan stereotype is a creation of big vegetable. Okay? <laughs> That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> he was 
the easiest kid to hit in dodgeball. <laughs> hey, you like playing? <laughs> anyway, the would, annoying, you, would you say that big annoying, vegetable takes a big pharma? <laughs> anyway, anyway, the annoying vegan stereotype is a invention specifically of big vegetable. Now, why is that? Because vegetables, when properly cooked, roasted, seasoned, everything like that, are delicious. Like, I, there are times where I would actually rather eat a plate of well-cooked vegetables than, like, a plate of well-cooked meat sometimes. It's just that good. It's that delicious. However, we were eating too many vegetables. And like, mm. like the government conspiracy to keep us away from our nutritional benefits of the vitamins, we were actually running, we were eating too much nutritional vegetables like carrots, and they were giving us too good of eyesight so that we would become nocturnal super people. Oh, and yeah. in order to prevent <coughs> that, they created the annoying vegan to promote how amazing vegetables are and how evil meat is uh, so that people would turn uh, and they would go back to eating mostly meat to preserve the vegetables and only keep the super vegetables to themselves. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a spicy no steaks. It has a little theory. bit of steaks in it. I actually, as we're, as we're going through this, I think the best conspiracy theories have at least a little bit of steak in them. Yeah, right. Just like a vegan. <laughs> oh, that's, I, that was really smart. That was really good. Uh, I think we're ready for another topic. I actually. think we're ready for another topic. Okay, here we go. Wait, who's who? I'm Wayland. No, whose numbers are what? It's the same as always. <laughs> My number is 815. <laughs> I'll just be the 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 higher end. He'll oh, be whatever. Lower end. Let's just roll. <sighs> what color is it? Is green. <laughs> All right, sweet. So, so who is what? Well, are you're you... one through three, I'm four through six. Can I be one through four through six? No, you can't be one through four through six. <laughs> <laughs> are you asking if you Why? Because you just rolled topic? it. No, I just, I want my topic to be done. Then go! Okay. Another low stakes It better be good! Wayland brought his chromatic weighted yo-yo dice so that he can pick the topic. <laughs> Um, superpowers. Now, we've done superpowers before, but, um, and this is kind of a callback to the first episode, but it's going to be a little bit better. So, superpowers, and it can be a good superpower, like a good quality superpower. However, it has a really bum condition attached to it. So, I gave Jake, uh, when I talked about this once before with Jake, I gave him this example. So, you have the ability to stretch out any part of your body to any... Uh, length or whatever. However, as one part of your body stretches out, another part shrinks in. So it is possible for you to have a, just a giant arm extended out of your neck and just like, like reaches like it's 10 feet. And then when you shrink it back in, the rest of your body will grow out as well. But so like you'll get shorter as you reach up or whatever like that. Mm. Okay. 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 I, um, think, I think I've got one. This one is... You have the power of flight. However, much like other animals that have the capability to fly, you are hyper susceptible to wind currents and air pressure. <laughs> Meaning that like, so like birds, birds have wings that they use to like yeah. stabilize themselves <laughs> and keep in proper motion, right? And so uh, you can fly 
without that wingsuit, uh, and you just might you might get above like 150 feet, and you're just gonna be tossed around like a paper bag in a yeah. Katy Perry song. <laughs> uh, like I, I imagine, Mr. Flying Man, go fly into the burning house to save the children. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like I physically just can't get near it. The updraft sends me all the way into the stratosphere. <laughs> You can easily take advantage of the power, right? Because we've seen how amazing birds are at navigating. They can sometimes float in the air yeah. thanks to balancing on air currents and things like that. But you have to be able to navigate within all of that to take full advantage of your power. I have another one. Uh, you can lift anything. You have super strength. However, you must know the exact weight of the thing that you are lifting. Oh. Oh! Okay. You so would... I'm about to look real good doing deadlifts at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. This is a thousand kilograms exactly. Whoop, done. I don't done. think they're exact though. It, like down to what? Like to, to the to, so last time I did this uh, with other friends. Um, yes, I have other friends. Wow, um, that's a first. <laughs> um, it was we agreed that it would have to be down to the tenth of a pound. Okay. So if it's not exactly a pound, if it's it has to be like a pound in point six or thirty five point six pounds, you have to know that. Okay, but that's really easy. So you just bring a like just, industrial scale along with you. Not even that. I can just <laughs> I can just go. This is a thousand kilograms. Lift. All right. This is a thousand point six. Lift, didn't work. All right. I just keep changing my Process guess until I lift it. Yeah. Point one. Point two. Point, point three. three. Point, point four. Oh, there it is. Got it. <laughs> 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 and just like just like oh, don't worry, I'll get you out of the burning rubble. Pulls out weight out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Point but one. you have to be point able to... two. <laughs> point four. Dang it! <laughs> but you have to be able to lift the object to put the weight under it. <laughs> so that doesn't work. There you uh, go. You can breathe underwater, but just like Jake's, where you're susceptible to everything, <laughs> all that comes with flying. Um, yeah, you're susceptible to everything that comes with going deeper and deeper and trying to come up again fast. Ooh. So you, so get, you can still get the bends. You can turn into a block. And you fish. could crunch. You could literally get crushed under pressure. Get okay. crunched. That's, get yeah, crunched. That's a, <laughs> sounds like a slogan for a new cereal. Get crunched. <laughs> get crunched. New extreme flakes. You know, get really, crunched. It's really funny that you went to superpowers because I was going to... Mine wasn't exactly a low stakes um, conspiracy theory. Um, I was going to say that the drug epidemic is actually the government's way of creating superheroes through uh, human trials of new drugs, such as fentanyl. That's now, you might ask the downside case. of if you get superpowers from fentanyl is that now you're addicted to fentanyl. <laughs> so, uh, that's a good superpower. Yeah. You have, um, you have <laughs> super speed, but you have to be high on cocaine yeah. in order to right. do it. Yeah. Okay, so stop. That's an actual DC character. His name is Snowflame, and he has superpowers, and his superpowers are activated when he does drugs, specifically cocaine. <laughs> are you kidding me? No. That is a real <laughs> DC Comics character. What is DC doing out was, wild? The answer is it was the 80s. I'm gonna pull him up on this podcast. Isn't that like it? Okay, it. a couple oh years gosh. ago, can't recommend. I watched Ted Two, and the Flash is in that. And isn't that like part of like his getup? Is that he's addicted to no? Who the Flash? The Flash? No. Yeah, no, generally no. no. No, in Ted Two. Yeah, here we here we go. In here Ted Two, this yeah. is this is a quote from the comics from Snowflame himself. 
I am Snowflame. Every cell of my being burns with white-hot ecstasy. <laughs> Cocaine is my god, and I am the human instrument of its will. This is, this is a comic book character. <laughs> what the frick, DC? Is that the Wolf of Wall Street? His, his powers are he gains the following superpowers upon doing drugs. Uh, superhuman strength, superhuman speed, immunity to pain, pyrokinesis, uh, and then um, apparently something called cocaine touch, uh, which is that <laughs> it states that touching snow flame was sufficient to give the floronic man a contact high. Uh, and I don't wow. know who, uh, the floronic man appears to be a dude made out of trees. Um, <laughs> So that's... <laughs> well, if you're an end, you're screwed if you come into contact with Snowflake. Uh, here, here we go. His name is as Jason Woodrue. I sought to become a floronic man only for the material power it would give me. But now as a true plant master, I recognize the moral superiority of the vegetable kingdom. I owe it to this planet to cleanse the world of vegetable. filth. He's big vegetable. Ladies and gentlemen, we've discovered <laughs> Oh my gosh. And right. wait, um, <laughs> Snowflame is Big Pharma. Oh, oh no. Oh my goodness. I have another, I have another superpower. Oh, okay. You have perfect hindsight. <laughs> As something happened, you know exactly how it could have happened in every way after that decision. Yeah, as somebody who wrestles with extreme anxiety, that's already my superpower. <laughs> that's I already have that power. Let me tell you, it's bad. <laughs> She's bad. That would be so anxiety-inducing. I literally have the ability to replay scenarios in my head over and over again, and minute by minute, play by play, tell you how I could have done it better. Now, wait, that's actually very useful. No, it's terrible. I lie awake at night full of regret and existential pain. No, but it's very useful because you can do certain things over again so like right think you're like bowling oh how could i've gotten a strike there sure but let's think about this you go to rescue a family from a burning building and you fail and now for the what rest you of your life you're constantly hindsight replaying how you could have done that family better yeah well that been awful. i mean just don't do that <laughs> oh yeah sure just don't <laughs> whatever man just, That's just don't uh, you can be a superhero and not do super things all right i'm gonna i also have an uh, a, a thought on andrew's ability uh you have the ability to breathe underwater but you have permanently visible gills all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. I'd Just be okay with that, neck. though. I'd be okay with that, though. Mm, I wouldn't. I'd be, like, touching them, and they'd be like, oh, these are weird. Uh, you got you got to learn how to strut with Like, your imagine gills, somebody though. just looking at your neck flaps and being like, bro, what's up? I mean, like, I, I have that. gills. You'd try holding your breath underwater for You'd become a hours. government experiment in, like, ten minutes tops. I feel like what, if I, what if I already was a band name? Oh, that's fair. That's that. fair. Man, that's, that's, yeah. So, uh, what, what else? What's some, uh, really just awful power, condition, powers with awful conditions on Here, them? I got it. You have super speed, but you are not immune to the forces of friction. Uh, so if I go running at super speed in my jeans and sweater that I'm wearing right now, they will catch on fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> technically, technically, the Flash is not immune to those, and that's why he has a special that, suit. Well, that's also why he's part of this magical thing called the Speed Force, uh, and it basically just allows him to do whatever the writers think is convenient at the time, uh, because reality upon superheroes is boring. Yes. Uh, there's you're, some other good ones. That you're I able to. Um, you're able to be granted uh, any wish you desire. But every time you do, it takes 10 years off your life. 
Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's ooh. a good one. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. That's a ooh. Makes every superhero scenario an existential nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be a difficult superpower to have. Right. So I would just wish for an extra twenty years on my life. Can't. Well, you didn't say that. That's a condition. No, now you're throwing in conditions ad hoc post. It's the condition. same can like where oh if I got if I had a genie and he yeah, gave me three wishes, I'd ask for three more wishes. And if a genie falls for it, that genie's an idiot. Just like whoever came up with this power should have come up with that condition beforehand. Just like, you watch Aladdin and he goes, I can't bring people back from the dead. I can't force anybody to do this. I can't do that. Well, you gotta name everything up front or it doesn't count. I am a genie lawyer. Wow, wait, get wrecked, Andrew. I have a master's <laughs> degree in genie law that I got from the University of Phoenix. Well, they need to bring people Should back be from the, the dead because because Robin Williams was a better genie than Will Smith. So oh, Will that's Smith what I'll needs take. to bring Yeah, back but you could put Robin, Robin Williams, Williams in any Will Smith role, and the movie is immediately improved, with the exception of Bad Boys 1 and 2. iRobot? Yes. Yeah. Dude, imagine I Robot. <laughs> <Robin> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would watch that movie so. Quickly. I am Legend with with, with that <laughs> Robin he's, Williams. Okay, but he's got the dramatic acting chops. Anybody who's seen Dead Poets Society or yes. Goodwill Hunting can tell you he would slay those roles. He would. Yeah. Oh man, man, that'd be uh, so good. Okay, so you rest in peace, King. You have the ability to either bring yourself back to life. Or another person back to life. The condition is, and this is a really brutal condition, can only ever happen once. And when you bring that person back to life, they have lost all memory or recollection of everything previously. Mm. As they are like a fresh person. Including yourself. Including yourself. Mm. That's a heavy one. The silence on that one was I think definitely... of how, I'm think, well, I'm just thinking, no, I'm thinking of a way that I can really work that to my advantage. I mean, realistically, if I had that power, I would probably just go to a hospital and find, like, a newborn who is, like, in health crisis and just bring them back to life. They already have barely any formed memories as it is. You just bring them back to life. They're starting over from what is essentially maybe, like, three weeks of learning, uh, and you just hand them back to their mom and dad, and they just get to start all over again. Boom. But, but it, only, it only happens once. Right, you bring them back once. No, right? no, 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 no. It happens once. What do you mean it happens once? You you do that move once in your right. entire life. Yeah, so I get to I get to change one family's life radically forever. Good enough for me. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, okay, you know how many questions that family would have? Like, hey, I, I healed your newborn. Um, <laughs> first of all, who are you? Second of all, how? Third of all, why are you holding my baby? <laughs> One, uh, Lazarus effect. Two, Lazarus effect. Three, returning them to you. <laughs> why did you have them? <laughs> One, don't ask questions. Two, are you don't a doctor? Ask no. Three, don't ask questions. You Do you want your baby back? <laughs> well, you don't make it threatening. That's not fun for them. <laughs> but it's fun for you. No, it's not. <laughs> Playing with the life of a child? No. Oh, uh, here's another one. You can teleport, um, but every time you teleport, um, it takes like a year off of your life or something like that. Or what about you teleport, but every time you teleport, uh, you lose, you, you risk temporarily losing one part of your body. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. It comes back. <laughs> it, it finds its way back to you, but you might teleport and find that you're missing like three fingers on one of your hands. Okay, so question. Follow organs? Or, yeah, you might. You can just organ. teleport and your spleen's gone, dude. 
So now, is the is the thing <laughs> left? Is the organ or body part left where I had teleported from? Yeah, and it has to walk its way back to me. No, it it will. It's like on a delayed basis, so it's just hovering in stasis in oh, that okay. point, okay, and then okay. maybe after like twenty minutes, it comes to you. Is the amount of time random? Or based on how far I teleport? I think it'll be based on how far you teleport. So if you're teleporting like 20 feet, it's going to take maybe a couple seconds to catch up. Really if you teleport across the world, you got head. like a six hour time frame. You know, you could work that really well though for like if you're on a squad and you're like trying to leave a trail for them. Just do like, path, 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 path. And then you're and like, like leaving body part trail. Spleen, appendix, <laughs> toes. Arm, upper teeth, butt. <laughs> butt. <laughs> And then they can just follow the body part. I can see a very inconvenient thing where you teleported somewhere because you had to use the restroom and there wasn't a toilet nearby, and all of a sudden your uh, colon's gone. <laughs> uh, no, you not no, that. You have no butt to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is inconvenient, and uh, where you don't realize in time you go to sit down and you just like poop from where you teleported. <laughs> <laughs> Why right in your I family's living room. <laughs> just your... Why is there a floating butt pooping in our living room? <laughs> Why do we gotta poop you over every single episode? It's just... <laughs> hey, I didn't initiate this consistent. I just uh... thought I just thought the idea of a dog randomly finding someone's butt. <laughs> There's actually wait, 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 wait. Is there still so, is there still Hang feeling? On. There's in a it? there's yes. a formative experience. Oh. There's a formative oh. experience I had as a child. Uh, that wait, there was a wait, 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 no, 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 no. The context before this was dogs in your butt hanging there's out. A, there's a I, book I read as a child <laughs> called the called the day my butt went psycho. This is a real book. You can look it up, and if I remember correctly, the plot of the book is that butts were like detaching themselves from people, and they were causing mass havoc. That was the plot of this children's book. Is people's butts going psycho? What the Why? Heck? Because kids will read anything. <laughs> I literally so... read a book called Captain Underpants. I was literally about to yeah. grab Captain and Underpants. Okay, look. Is that what the? the you know what? Actually, yeah. Great superhero drawback. You get superhuman speed, superhuman strength. You basically get to be Superman, but you have to wear tidy whities and a blanket cape every time you're doing your superhero antics. Okay. Without fail. Okay, uh, that. And then I have a, a twist on that. So same powers, you become superhuman. However, and so you're Superman. However, instead of your vulnerability being kryptonite, it's mean words. Anytime anyone <laughs> says something mean to you, your emotions are just overwhelm you. Oh. And you are oh. like, just super sad boy. Yeah, that'll do it. Stop, fiend. Get away from me! You what do you think? You're you're big tough guy or something? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm sad for you. Alright, here's another one. You're the you're the strongest superhero ever, right? But as soon as you gain your powers, you have basically no intelligence. You're, uh, dumb, oh. you're like as dumb as a rock. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> No thoughts behind the bread. Never fear, people. I will save. <laughs> <laughs> I save people. 
<laughs> Wait, isn't that like a isn't that a thing? So you just become Patrick Star. <laughs> so what you what you do is you to to work the loophole with that. What you do is you just train yourself to be able to scale up your power gradually. So as you become more strong, you become more stupid. Oh, so, so you just get to that point where you so hit that Goku. sweet pot spot of low intelligence, high strength, but Goku. you're so fun. Goku. <laughs> it's like when you're when it's you're in Goku. an RPG builder, like building game and and <laughs> no no points in intelligence all points in strength that's yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, yeah. solid that's actually how i do half of my meme builds in knights of the old republic <laughs> yeah intelligence becomes a dump stat most of my unless i'm doing like a wizard and dd most of my dump stat is intelligence yeah you well, see their intelligence well, the advantage of rpgs is like intelligence is directly related to something you do in the game so like you can dump a stat if you're like well i'm not going to be relying on this if you're going to be a dude who doesn't rely on force powers yeah dump your wisdom and charisma it doesn't matter yeah so anyone have any others i don't think so i'm trying to think of any but i don't have anyone anything at all um oh i actually have one last one okay um, you have time rewind powers. Only rewind, you can't go forward. Um, but every time, and this is uh, prescribing to a certain uh, uh, understanding of how the timelines work, but every time you rewind your top in time, no matter how little of a rewind you do, you set yourself into a different timeline. So oh. you're constantly moving into different timelines. You can never go back into one of the oh. timelines that you left. Oh, I would just yeah. never use that power. <laughs> Realistically, yeah, yeah. I would just never do that. I feel like I would never do that until I got like <coughs> later in years, and I was just content with how life turned out. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to try out new things. And I'm just gonna explore different timelines, basically. Hmm. So, well. Nice. Well, that's this has been caffeinated milkshake. There's really no point of us sitting in the dark, but we did it anyways. Thanks for and joining so, us. Thanks for joining us. We wait, did it wait, for you. It's a special after dark episode. After dark. <laughs> after dark. Hey, if you enjoyed uh, caffeinated milkshake and some of the goofiness we get up to, do not forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share, and we hope that you have an amazing weekend. And if you didn't like it, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs>